Welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Fate Accelerated one-shot, so please make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. cap, my friends Evelyn and Lucy are playing standby superheroes, part of the LSB, the London Superhero Bureau. Unexpectedly, they've been thrust into the limelight, and now they must not only stop a dangerous bank robbery, but also help the LSB pass a surprise government health and safety inspection. Remember, when a player attempts an action, they will start with a skill number assigned from one of their approaches, and then use the fake dice, which has plus and minus symbols on, instead of numbers, to add or subtract from the number to get a total. This total is then compared to the ladder, a table which determines difficulty ratings for simple checks. The higher the result a player gets, the more likely they are to succeed on an action. The FAE system uses a concept called aspects, phrases which describe a character or scene and modify the roles. On the whole, aspects are controlled by the players, except for situations where the games master uses them in a compel. A games master will compel an aspect to complicate things for the players in the story. If a compel is accepted, this earns the player a fate point. Fate points can be spent to re-roll dice, add bonuses, refuse a compel, and a number of other things. In short, they're very useful to have around. If you want to find out more about Fate Accelerated and download a ton of additional resources, check out the Fate download page on the Evil Hat Productions website. That's www.evilhat.com forward slash home forward slash fate dash core dash downloads. Whilst FAE resources are freely available under the Open Gaming License and a Creative Commons 3.0 license, Evil Hat Productions does have a pay-what-you-want option, so if you want to own your own copy, do consider giving some money towards it. I'll put a link to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. A quick note before we begin, naturally there are times in this one-shot where the players, and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise, or even say forget to use aspects towards the end of the one-shot. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day we all make mistakes, and what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. And with all that out of the way, let's get back to our heroes at the LSB. The only entrance that's open now is the main entrance. And so you both sort of go to either side of the door. Like, Metallica looking more superhero than you. You probably go, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, there's no more people running out. And Metallica's like, okay, on three, we're going to go in. If anyone I see, I'll just do my thing. I need you to be my lookout. She's kind of realised that she's going to have to take control. Because, again, you maybe suspect that she's more of a support character as well. Mm. Three, two, one, and into the bank. It looks very generic, sort of like Gotham Bank. So you've got large arches, you've got like uh, teller's windows. There's a quick flash, again, using your superhero ability. You can spot there's probably about three people just about to open fire on you. What would you like to do? So I think, like, Metallica's not quite aware of this yet. No. So I try and sort of... Are we close to one another? Are we within touching distance? Or? Yeah, yeah. She, you, if you're one step behind her, I'd say like she's sort of gone in and done a you know, superhero punch to the ground thing. Mm-hmm. You sort of come in after her, <laughs> sort of like Jane, but you suddenly get like sort of like uh, that's so raven moment where you go, <gasps> and you, <laughs> you've got the time to react or say something to her or to do something. So again, this is where you would create an advantage for yourself. So I'd have to make you probably roll something to help. What would you try and do in a situation? I would imagine that there's like at least with there being so many arches, like, mm-hmm. just before Metallica and I sort of round the corner of this arch and put ourselves in full view, I can, like, 
try and grab her mm-hmm. may or may not grab her hair but like she's too like <clears throat> to like say okay. anything warning wise so she just sort of grabs her and tries to pull her because you're kind of using a stunt mm-hmm. so using your ability to be like so that would be plus two to your roll mm-hmm. I'd say it probably would be a forceful because you're literally trying to pull her out aren't okay. you mm-hmm. so yeah so. so I have plus one on forceful and then I get plus two to help an ally yeah. like essentially I'm going to say it's a four because again you're not used to this sort of situation okay Oh no. Oh, so that's minus one on there, so that's back down to on a two. two. Uh, again, you can uh, spend a fake point to pop it up to two, or you can try and re roll. Um, mm. Okay, I'll try and re roll this because I okay. think it might be interesting to see what happens if we fucking. Yeah, that's alright. So if you give me uh, one of your fake points, then. Oh, no, that's even worse. Oh, so that's... Yeah, no, we're ruined. Sorry, so, I'm yeah. dead. So you, no, no, so you, <laughs> I think you just go, no, wait, Metallica, and you sort of brush, and you probably get, like, it just sort of slaps against your thing, <laughs> and she just gets riddled with bullets. <gasps> and oh, no. she sort of just, uh, and falls down. Mm. Mm. So Edith has heard, currently, I'm going to say, I'm going to invoke one of the things, so I'm going to yeah. invoke that, so she has heard that currently. Uh-huh. She sort of turns around. What would you like to do? I would say that one of your stunts you can do for free, your sneeze ability. Yes. She's about to turn around, like she's heard gunfire. Yes. Beth is just overcome with stress at this point. Yeah. There are there are bullets flying everywhere. Her plan has not worked at all. It's very and there's like dust everywhere as mm-hmm. well. So she sneezes very violently <laughs> and takes out like a pillar next to them. So half of something <laughs> falls apart, which it does successfully, I think, distract Edith, mm-hmm. um, but d- does not help the situation with Metallica at all. It's no. completely the wrong direction. Metallica's over there and she like I takes. I don't think anything's happening. No, help. So I would say then do me a flashy sort of roll for okay. me. And Flash you. Yeah, and you can have because of the way you're sort of doing a flashy thing. Is it a yes, distraction? Yeah. So yeah, you can plus two to yourself on that as well. So that will oh. be you already have four. I'd say, but you get a uh, five total. Five. So you have uh, debris now surrounding you. Mm. So yeah, so you just go. And she's sort of like, and you just sort of yeah. waves. You feel it in the building, the whole mm-hmm. like, roots shake. And one of the columns, again, sort of behind you, sort of shatters. And you're just like, look oh my god, I saved you, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Edith is sort of on the floor, she's like, you know, like a bit of dust in her, in her glasses, and she's like trying to find her notebook. So still thoroughly distracted still. So you've got debris around you as well, so that's the situation. Back into the bank, Metallica is now on the floor. She looks like she is bleeding out. And you just hear, like, who else is there? Come out! You know, and there's sort of, like, the scuffling, and again, you get another sort of flash, and you see that there's only three armed robbers in this place, but one of them has a person as a shield. What would you like to do? I'm worried about Metallica, and also, like, there's a lot going on with the robbers, and I don't want to make the wrong move in case he kills a hostage, so I'm, like, stressed. I'm thinking that Metallica might be able to sort herself out by sort of, like, stopping her own wounds with a bit of metal, like, like <laughs> just cauterize that slightly. And, like, so I'm, I feel like maybe maybe she can sort herself out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. So you do you, Metallica. I have a rubber duck. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. I'm going to throw it somewhere. You're going to throw the rubber duck. So you can do that. Are you just distracting them and then going to... I think I'm going to try to 
throw it at their heads, one of them's heads, Mm -hmm. and hope that it just, like, throws them enough for me to... Would you say you're doing it sort of forcefully or, like, this is the thing. So describe what you're doing and then think how it would fit into an approach. Yeah, so I think I would, like, quickly sort of pop out Mm -hmm. and chuck this rubber duck, Mm -hmm. which would then give me a couple of seconds Mm -hmm. to have a bit more of a, like, a think, like, a clever think about, like, what sort of plan Mm -hmm. I could call into action. Mm -hmm. I would like to do that first, and Mm -hmm. then after that, sort of see if there's anything in that brief moment about, like, what my options are in terms of, like, is there... Like something that they could, I could make them trip over, Mm -hmm. or like get something to fall down onto them. Mm -hmm. Or like, is there like a button that I can get to, like quickly get to and press that actually just like locks them into a room? Yeah, like some automatic, like a panic room sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like lock lock them into, and then like wait for someone to (laughs) wait for the appropriate authorities to come. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So we'll start. We'll take that first part first. So you you are going to throw the rubber duck. Uh, So what you're going to do it quickly. Yeah, yeah, I'll just, like, pop out and, like... Okay, what's your quick check. What's your quick stat again? Plus one. Plus one. Okay, I'm going to say it's, like, a two. Okay. So, yeah, you're going to have to roll for that. Oh, no. <laughs> Not rolling very well, isn't it? Oh, so that's a minus uh, zero currently. What happens with the dice? Do they just sort of, like, fall out of my hand? Well, no, so, so, <laughs> we, so we're currently on zero. Okay. But this is where we can add um, more aspects to it. Oh, uh, okay. That's, that's, so that's what I'm saying. So we always roll, and then if you want... Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to invoke this suspect and spend a fate point mm. or something like that. So um, what, what have you got down for your aspects again? So I can foresee the outcomes of my next decision but get huge anxiety from the choices. Mm-hmm. I have a bond with Beth over sneezing at the ice cream place <laughs> and I resent prime heroes. Okay. But I don't have any other options. You don't have any other person. Okay, so that doesn't really affect it. Okay, so I'll say cause you've, it, that's a fail. Uh, the duck sort of like, hits like a nearby column. Doesn't go in, but like, doesn't hit someone. It hits a column. It comes back, and as soon as it hits the floor, it starts going, wah, 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 <laughs> and then a, a smoke starts billowing out from it. But it's in the center of the room. And you suspect it wasn't a rubber duck. Okay, excellent. They sort of turn around, but they sort of know where the direction... Well, they know where the rubber duck is, and they probably suss where you are as a result of that. Okay, so, like, so, with this smoke, I'm going yeah. to, like, mm. need to, like, think quickly and, like, sneak into a different position. Like, maybe mm-hmm. there's an overturned desk or something that I can, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, ollie crawl through the smoke to get behind so that they okay. no longer know where I am. Cool. I need you then to make me like a, a sneaky roll but this is going to be more difficult because of like the room full of smoke it will give you an advantage but also they know where you are so I'm going to say it's probably about a four that you're about to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well I have to sneak so. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so that's, a, that's a minus one so that's a two um, so you probably start and you start to cough and you realise that the smoke even though it's up, it's probably got something else in the smoke and you start to feel a little bit woozy as a result of that so you're slowing your movements the other people are coughing as well but they're getting close to where you are so in the meantime Edith is sort of like dusting herself off and you can see sort of behind Edith smoke is starting to billow out from, from yeah. the smoke no the, the combination of the smoke and the debris is m- just too much for Beth she mm-hmm. is now like just one after another mm-hmm. and, and her only goal is to avoid sneezing 
at anyone. Mm-hmm. So I'd say this works in quite well because to, for poor for poor kindred and the poor rubber people, they can just hear fuck knows what's happening <laughs> over in the corner, like yeah, yeah. really loud, and mm-hmm. things are starting to fall apart. So it's still, I think, quite an effective distraction. Yeah, yeah. Edith at this point has absolutely no faith in our ability to handle ourselves <laughs> at all. All I can hear of Edith is her starting to panic behind me, but I can't stop sneezing, so it, yeah. it doesn't help. Okay, so you're, you're sort of sneezing and stuff like that, like just like maybe little sneezes. You're probably not breaking down anymore, building. Uh-huh. It's just streaming thing, and Edith's like, what? and it's just it's, it's sort of gobsmacked maybe by mm. the thing, and slowly she starts writing something, and then, <laughs> but that's it. Okay, back to you. You sort of feel a bit woozy and stuff, but it's not Ooh. taking full effect yet. There are people coming up on you. You still got rope. You mm-hmm. the duck is still going off. To be fair, mm-hmm. uh, you're not in cover yet. You're you're moving to cover. What would you like to do? So you've got room for the smoke that's uh, been sort of utilised just now. Uh, chaos is now gone, and there's a lack of security sound gone as well. Okay, but we still have, like, debris. So debris outside, okay. technically. Okay. And the rubber duck's still going off, and you've got rope. So I'll leave that there with you. Okay, interesting. When I say you can create an advantage to yourself or something, so again, was there any... So you could probably do, like, um, like a quick sort of thing. So that would be more perception. So if you're trying to click and look around, you roll for it, and then if there is stuff, we can make that into a situation aspect that you'd be able to invoke for free on your next turn. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, like, have a quick cast around for anything I can sort of grab or use or try and, like, use to force one of them to make a decision that would then invoke, uh, like, a a bad reaction in the butterfly effects. Like, maybe I force them to, like, look down or look up and they, like, trip on something. I'd say another concept is that you're constantly on the lookout but ways to sort of find it to your best advantage so you're always sort of like mm-hmm. you're looking you're, so it's that sort of always trying to get those options even though they overwhelm you yeah, I guess yeah. that would be one of your concepts okay. yeah I guess you can't really help it like she automatically takes it in so yeah so that would so using that concept that would be an automatic plus two to your roll could you make me a quick uh, roll for me I'm going to roll one at a time in the hopes that it's not rolling so badly nope better than minus Direct zero, nothing. So you got nothing from from the dice. And then oh. I get plus one for quick and yep. plus what for constantly on the lookout. I'll be two. Two. So, so three. yeah, three. So you still got the columns. The smoke is rising, but it's not filling up the whole room straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got like uh, bank benches. You've got the the bank teller area there. You can see there's like uh, there's no like sirens not gone off. The the alarm sort of things not gone off. So there's that over there, like a sort of control panel there. Mm-hmm. There might be shutters. Um, okay. Like so like, are there any like money like money sacks that she could maybe like hold over her face so she's yeah. not like quite as badly affected? Yeah. There's like a pile like, of smoke. yeah. There's a pile of them very close to where you are because they're just sort of bringing stuff out and then using the hostage sort of like to stop people from mm-hmm. so yeah there's like one or two sort of bags there okay so I'd like to try because she's quite quick and sneaky mm-hmm. so I'd like to sort of like grab money sack and mm-hmm. put it over her face and then like quickly like tie her existing rope mm-hmm. to whatever she can like yep. a pillar or a desk or something and then like sneak and try and do like a Star Wars that style like like run rings around the guys so they can't like oh with you're not hindered by the smoke because of the money bank fine so that doesn't give you a disadvantage on that are you sneakily doing it or are you doing it quickly I think because of the smoke cover it's not necessarily like and she's quite small it's not necessary for her to be too quick it's better to be sort of like sneaky and accurate like if she's got the smoke cover and she's got a money bag over her face it's like easier for her to get around them for them I imagine they're sort of I still say it'll be a 
Uh, can I contribute? Yes, of course, yeah, yeah. Seeing that that's what Kindred is going to try to do, mm-hmm. Beth, still small sneezing, decides to head towards <laughs> then now, yeah. gives up on Edith, decides yeah. she's a bad girl, <laughs> best to leave her, and goes over and shouts hey at them. And uh-huh. that, for complete luck, does do the sonic for once. Ah. And so it, but it doesn't work perfectly. It doesn't knock them off their feet or anything. Mm-hmm. But it does make them more disorientated. Yeah. So it helps kindred with the with the so, yeah, doing the thing. That, that's perfect. So what I'd say to you then, I need you to roll me like um, a flashy roll. Flashy. But you'll get plus two be a fu- oh, yeah, so you do that absolutely fine. They are thoroughly, thoroughly disaction because you, you see how I did that. So I'm going to try. And then you're, I need you to do a is it a quick thing you're doing because you're just rushing around them. a sneaky a sneaky a thing. Sneaky yeah, yeah, sneaky. Thing. So you're just like hey, and there's like the waves of the smoke come over and they get hit by the, the sleeping agent. Gone. Okay. Oh god. Oh. Plus three, three, six. Six, absolutely fine. Hey, achoo! And the building's chase, and they're like, whoa. And in that sort of confusion, the hostage manages to sort of wriggle out of the control, Mm. makes a beeline for the entrance. In the confusion, you manage to like whoop around people very slowly as they're sort of trying to aim at you as you sort of like duck behind some cover and you just wrap them up and they sort of like, oh, oh, you know, general thug sort of noises, and then they, you sort of tie them up, and that's Love it. generic thug noises. As you do that, Metallica sort of rises up out of the sort of thing and so she just sort of slaps her hands puts it down and the metal sort of comes up and wraps them mm. even further and the smoke dissipates and Edith sort of arrives at the door not seeing your guys work oh you did it oh yeah. amazing and then starts writing oh. nice things oh, <laughs> I think, I think you're just like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Edith's like can I just get and she starts talking to Metallica about like the scribes bit by bit and Metallica's like right right you know and then the superhero quote here and like ah yeah. oh. and you might have heard some like, oh yes yes but uh, I, I was saved by my you know and oh. sort of talks about you you're like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> damn is there anything else you'd like to do uh, in this scene before we head back to HQ no. I want a high five hundred yeah I think I avoid talking to Metallica as yeah. a distinct character action I'm not pleased with how Metallica <laughs> conducted herself yeah. but I can't say anything you about can. that in front of Edith mm-hmm. and we'd much rather just leave so yeah I am excited with Kindred but I don't want to acknowledge really. yeah like I happily accept the high five and sort of then like just lean slightly on Ben <laughs> god it's over yes. yeah absolutely absolutely brilliant so yeah um, Metallica doesn't really talk to you guys that much she sort of like gives you a sort of a nod realising that you actually you guys did it she suddenly becomes aware about how important suddenly you know bureaucrats are and then again from the brief sensitivity training she attended she's like okay and it's just the whole sort of like well you know it was a team effort uh, but I you know and I've saved you know and people can get their money in, in peace and then will not fear the, the you know ex- blah, 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 blah. and and Edith's like yes yeah. he writes it all down and so they head back to headquarters uh, Metallica uh, gets there and goes I probably should go actually patch myself up and get back to the training but uh, but thank you guys and then sort of awkwardly goes back to the lift her hair sort of like less less shiny now <laughs> a bit of smoke and a bit of debris and stuff you get the sense that she is actually sort of grateful to what you guys did um, she would probably wouldn't say it in so many words uh, Edith is like I guess we should go um, discuss the review with you, with you guys. so they go um, is there a special like office anywhere that you guys use for like big meetings where would you have such a like a, a big important meeting like that? Uh, a conference room yeah, yeah, yeah. like one of the mm-hmm. breakout 
not confident. I am assuming that if this like um, sensitivity thing is happening, then with most of the office, then mm-hmm. it will be relatively empty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess we can we can just take them in. And yeah, yeah. Fine. I can just like that's like conference room three and four, five, <laughs> and and actually there's six as well. And mm-hmm. six, we could also choose seven. They've got like wheelie chairs in there. Every day. Yeah, <laughs> like, actually, we want to go in seven because it has the good biscuits. Mm-hmm. Or something. <laughs> That's just like not along with that. Yeah, yeah. So they go into, and it's, I'd say it's one of those glass conference rooms. So it's like Mm. in the center. You two will probably sit on one side and Edith will sit on the other. Mm. And she sort of brushes off her notes as little bits of your crust, something like that. Well, um, I have to admit, when I I first arrived here, I I wasn't expecting what I was expecting, but um, overall, I think you you both showed a great deal of of courage and a a very interesting way of dealing with the situation. Um, Is there any comments that you'd like to say right now? Kim just, just like, well... uh, there's, it was, yeah, it, it, it happened, it was, it was okay. <laughs> the outcome was, was fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have ended up several different ways. I definitely saw <laughs> how it could have gone badly, but, mm-hmm. like, judging from all of the options we had available, I guess, like, you know, it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Beth just nods with that, and then her only question to Edith is, are you done now? <laughs> and she, so she sort of says, yes, I, I guess I am done now, but... I really can't can't get this report back, and she rips it in half. <gasps> and she said, "I'm sorry, but I can't allow the government to think that you guys are acceptable." Ooh, and she, we thought it was gonna be positive. And she actually, you see this that this person sort of flickers, it teleports outside <gasps> the room. I just sort of like before she does that, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I like point and then it happens. It happens and she just goes out and before you, any of you can react she sort of locks the door and she went I'm sorry but you know after the shit your prime superheroes gave us supervillains I'm not letting this happen <gasps> and she's sort of like the wig comes off and the glasses oh. come off and you recognise this person to be Phonos who is a supervillain that is one of the highest supervillains that does attack the LSB their sort of superpower is they can sort of teleport places cool and they say honestly i thought this would be less of a challenge when i realized they put the shit people in charge but i thought the review thing would be easy it'd be you know something different but it looks like i'm gonna have to hack into the hr computer and release the details of all these superheroes you have Mm -hmm. and see how that goes basically does a huge like haha here is my reveal and here is my plan (laughs) to you guys (laughs) locked in a glass room and because again she's sort of a visitor she now has an all access sort of key to go to different people. Yeah. Well, can Beth disagree? Because a glass window is not standing up to a very particular sneezing attack. But annoyingly, while this monologue is happening, yeah. Beth feels like she can actually kind of breathe. Yeah, you're okay. actually fine like She actually got some nice ventilation. <laughs> so so is panicking yeah. that, it, that she can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Kendra just turns to Beth and she's like, can you, like, please let them know that it's, like, really not a good idea to give... The visitors like the all <laughs> <laughs> If you'd done that one by me, I could have let you know that that would be not a great plan. Mm. And then Phonos is just sort of like, well, I guess I better leave you two bozos here. <gasps> <Not> bozos. <laughs> 
Tara, and then sort of turns around and starts walking away uh, to the direction where you know the HR department is. What would you guys like to do? Oh gosh, Kindred doesn't know. She's like, oh, how do you get out of there? Like, she wonders if she's got her pass on her. Mm, yeah, you're, you're seeing loads of things. Um, I guess within the moment, though, all you can see is bad stuff. Like, you can see Thonos getting into the computer and releasing all the personal details of the superheroes. There's a backlash of the public superheroes being uh, not outlawed, but like everyone knows who they are, so they can't be superheroes anymore. Mm. And it just destroying the LSB. Oh dear. Yeah. It's just like Beth, 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 Beth. We have to, we have to stop, stop, stop her. Mm-hmm. Beth gets up. Mm-hmm. and goes to in a blast of inspiration mm-hmm. she goes over to the coffee machine mm-hmm. and takes out the thing and starts smelling the pots to mm-hmm. agitate her nose Excellent. and starts her eyes are streaming but she's not sneezing mm-hmm. so as Edith is walking further and further away she manages it but blows off the wrong side of the conference room mm-hmm. so they ruin also like the head of HR's office <laughs> mercifully they aren't in at the moment right. Jack's office which I assume is near the conference room they yeah. always seem to be they go through a different series of mm-hmm. doors to try and get there before Edith I'd does. say then so you'll need to do a forceful roll first to see if you see, get... I always say this as if I'm no, sure but, it's no, going it's good though, that's good. So your forceful roll is it's all cancelled out, so you got zero, but it's plus three. Yep. Absolutely fine. You manage to get through, and you just, again, but it's as you say, you go, ah, ah, and but it's like the wrong side of it, and be like, okay, we're out of the conference room, and then I need you to make a sneak uh, sort of roll, to, uh, not sneak, sorry, a quick sort of roll, because you're trying to get there before uh, the other person. Oh, so it's a minus I'm one on your dice. I have. Minus one. <laughs> So I'm not a for you. person. So Mine's four. Four total. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're. I think you're still recovering because that's such a mm. big sneeze for you, mm. and you're sniffing all the coffee pots. So you're just sort of streaming everywhere. You sort of predict a little bit enough, so you know the area. You, you know the routine to the HR fairly well. That's sort of against your nature to sort of deviate to the quickest route mm. rather than your preferred route. But you manage to sort of come on, and then you sort of grab Beth, and you sort of rush, and you see like Phonos is sort of looking around trying to find the room, but you know which one is Jack's mm. room. HR, I'd say, is a fairly it's one of those open plan you know again superhero it's lots of white marble it's like very <laughs> fancy mat books and a couple of tablets around but you know which one is Jack's office again it's another like glass cubicle but everything's like on a standing desk very one of those back chairs which doesn't actually sit down <laughs> um, the other chairs like you would sit on actually uh, yoga balls that sort of ridiculousness and you know that it won't be locked mm. how are you going to stop Phonos from sort of releasing these details I think our best option because we can't stop Phonos mm. the best option is to destroy the conduit for releasing the information yes so I'm like let's get that fucking computer mm-hmm. I know that Beth could probably like sneeze blast it pretty well mm-hmm. so I'm like casting around like yeah well, well you're, you're using sort of you're, you're looking around for any opportunities aren't you yeah right? so I'm like wondering if like oh is there that dude who like loves Tabasco does he keep his Tabasco on his desk <laughs> and like chuck it at her face or like maybe someone really loves pepper on their salad and they just keep mm. it in the desk mm. and stuff like that okay. Beth runs to the staff kitchen yeah um, so uh, yeah in that make both of you make me then a I guess you're doing quick stuff rather than clever stuff because you're just looking for anything right yeah. so yeah both of you make clever rolls for me I'd say the difficulty is like three on this you're doing I already it. said quick rolls quick oh sorry quick on this you're, you're just not Eight, so okay. you get a plus one on your... three then three oh no <laughs> what's yours then it's like 
one. You got minus one. Minus one, so oh. poor. So you're just like, shit, 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 and you're getting really overwhelmed by stuff. Yeah. And then you were a three overall, right? Yes. But you instantly know stuff that's going to, so you're like, pepper, 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 just all the spices Sorry. you can find. Five spice, all that sort of thing, and you're just sort of like pouring it like into your face. And, and, and I think I can sort of see the, what was her name? Edith. Mm-hmm. Edith, like, trying on the other side of a locked glass door in trying to find the right computer or something. Yeah, she's like, like going through the office and like if there's one computer she's like that that panda gift's like and just throwing yeah. them on the floor and it's like trying to get through. She she doesn't seem to have got there yet. Can it be that um like Kindred, because she's getting these flashes of what would be preferable, mm-hmm. can she direct Beth to be like, no, get the Cajun and don't try and blast through that way, go on this side mm-hmm. and it'll be Absolutely, more. yeah. I think yeah, that's I think the kind of teamwork they'd to, be doing. Yeah, to, so like, yeah. direct her and just be like, ignore the wasabi, okay. you can't open the packet. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Beth, Beth, no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a pull top. Don't stop twisting. Stop, yeah. stop twisting the Tabasco. Stop <laughs> pulling. Meanwhile, Edith is looking at so this, like, who's the fuck are these people? Yeah, so she sort of turns around and sort of sees you across, again, because it's open plan. Mm-hmm. You can see sort of canteen, those hideous, um, like, mason jars, and you're just sort of pouring. Oh, you look yeah. horrific. Awful. You really think you can stop me with a fucking couple of spices. <laughs> she just emanates hate, and she sort of concentrates, and she, blip, and she sort of blips, and comes straight Oh, I think yeah. our re- like resentment of prime heroes yeah. might work well here Very because much like she's pisses off by being like you yeah. really think you can start with a so far our plan is working because she's teleported away from mm-hmm. her goal to come and deal with us meanwhile on the sixth floor the superheroes are all in training so you never know they could finish and come down or hear the mm-hmm. ruckus yeah. at any time so I think yeah. if she's gone to scare Beth like mm-hmm. I imagine that I'm like still where I was mm-hmm. when I was like yeah. oh this would be a good thing to do but yeah. I mm-hmm. fucked up yeah, yeah, so yeah. like can I try and like sneak now to Jacques' computer Mm -hmm. and like maybe grab something along the way like a fire extinguisher or something that would really mess up the wiring absolutely Uh, make a sneak roll for me then Sneak roll. And I say with that, with your hatred of me, that we are plus two to your roll. So I'm going to say it's a five difficulty on this one if you can. Minus. So zero on that one. Zero. But I have. Wait. What does my resentment give me? It will be plus two to the roll. Okay. Well, I'm sneaky three, so that's fine. Hey, you did it. I'd say Phonos like she sort of like grabs you like this and it's sort of like you disgust me I know your game when you try to distract me at the bank and it sort of goes on to another monologue to talk to you not realising that you're still distracting her as as Dredd is sort of like so you make it to Jack's uh, office and it's so pretentious like there's maybe it's very minimalistic except for maybe like the the Mac on the standing desk is like a furry mouse you know it's very prim and proper but it's like there and it's sort of open and it says like Jacques password on their screen okay so can I like cast around in his office now to see what's there that like I mean because I'm not particularly forceful so I don't really want to just rely on like trying to use my like are there any windows could she just throw the computer out of the window or something so I'd say like Jacques cubicle is like close to sort of the edge of the building but there's no windows on his side it's all very natural light in this HR department funnily enough Um, but it's all open plan and stuff I say in terms of things in the office it's very minimal so again like standing desk very easy 
actually had the two yoga bowls sort of thing. I'd say as well, there might be like a small aquarium. It's something very pretentious and maybe like a plant or two. There's no like, um, you know, heavy shears or you know, anything or a, a waste paper basket or anything like that. Okay, so like I want to pull up like the computer, so like the bit that's actually got the info mm. on it and like dump it in the, in the aquarium, aquarium if I can. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I and need maybe like shove a lamp in there that's still connected to the main <laughs> so I can like really fry it. Ah, Alright, can you make me a forceful check for me please? Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to compel you again because you are on edge. Oh. So the difficulty will be increased by two so it's going to be a five again. Okay. I can give you a fate point mm. and you take it or you have to pay me the fate point. Do you I want- guess I'll take I'll take on edge and like take the fate point and then I guess I can spend it to re-roll or... Yeah, exactly. So you're really on edge. You're trying to get this done. Oh, so, that's, so that's a minus one currently. Uh, minus, still minus one on that. Oh. And then like, I'm... So I got zero. Zero? So yeah, I think you try and pull, but it's just a little bit too weighty for you. You weren't expecting you. Again, because you're in such a rush and you maybe drop it a little bit, but it doesn't seem to smash. Um, I'll let you think about that for a second. I think at this point, as like you say, this resentment towards prime superheroes yeah. and thus prime supervillains yeah. is really getting to Beth mm-hmm. because she's trying her hardest and isn't managing to perform. Mm-hmm. It's performance anxiety. <laughs> um, but is quite a forceful person. Mm-hmm. So I think that she wouldn't have sonic boomed. She decided that since since Edith was like up in her face, mm-hmm. she just headbutts them. Excellent. Uh, effective non-superhero technique. But that's perfect. So what I want you to do is... Is that a forceful? It is a forceful, but she's also going to roll to defend herself. Ooh. And we'll take... It'll be um, whatever your total is minus her total, and that will depend on how much damage you do. Okay. So you roll her. Oh, so I'm plus one there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm four. Four. But then because you hate superheroes, mm-hmm, uh, supervillains, yeah. uh, so that we be a plus two to that. So that's oh, six wow. total. Mm-hmm. So she... Uh, she all one hell of a headbutt. So she is... Uh, she needs to take one of that, so it's five damage in total you give her. We we'll probably won't get time to go into this. You don't take damage, you take stress. Okay. So you see on your sheets here, you've got like a box of oh, one, yeah. two, three. Mm-hmm. If I ever say, oh, you take X amount of stress, you would tick off one box that would yeah. cover that stress. So the first box is one, second box is two stress, and then third box is three stress. So she still takes five stress, so she'll take probably take off the third box. And then she'll take a mild consequence to cover it. So mild consequences, if you can't take it with stress, you get a consequence, which is like an, another aspect. Mm-hmm. And the mild consequence, what do you think would happen if you headbutt her? What sort of things that you have I'm to hoping that she'll be so, like, disorientated, she won't be able to teleport for a few minutes. All right. that, like, her brain's feeling all a bit sort of mm-hmm. painy and juicy, and that, that it's not a good idea to teleport when you're not completely focused on where you're going or you're split into 15 million pieces. So I'm either hoping that she won't teleport, or if she does, she won't make it through to the other side. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, so disorientated will be her her mapping, so I like that, it's a good one. She's going to retaliate to you, and she's going to try and sort of grab you and push you into the canteen, like sort of like, you know, in this sort of saloons bar, I was trying to oh, yeah. across things. Uh, so she's going to act, because uh, she hates uh, superheroes, <laughs> so that'll be a plus two to her roll. But again, it's the same sort of thing, okay. so you will have to roll to minus Do I get damage. a benefit for having my bulletproof vest on? I'd say you do, so you'd get a plus two. Ooh. It can absorb stress. Okay. So, 
So I'll roll. Uh, so she gets a. So it'll be three. She gets. I'm a minus. And what was what attribute was this? For you, it's defending. I. I Is that it? Just roll again. Or? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's forceful. Okay, so I was three. So that's two. But I get two for being resentful. Mm-hmm. So it's four. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't hurt you at all in that. So she sort of grabs you and tries to hurt you, but you sort of like push away from that. So that's fine. You can see this sort of commotion as you're sort of handling this. I might have sort of like a fight going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like to do? Kendra's like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to like lift this mm-hmm. onto the fish tank because mm-hmm. I guess like it's too high or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decides the best course of action is to drag it over to the fish tank mm-hmm. and like try and topple the fish tank onto it instead, which would then be like, crashing force as well as water which she's hoping will be yep. able to frazzle it so yeah that's what she wants to do cool yeah for that it will be a fall because of the mm-hmm. on edge thing and that'll be a forceful thing you're doing oh. nothing yes two. Two. oh my god I got three three in total again you can spend a fate point to add two to your roll though okay yeah so there you go so you've done it I think again you're just like no bath like sort of <laughs> use that inner bonding again the bond thing you have and just pull yeah. that down and you drag it over and you sort of dash it in there's like maybe one fish and that goes no 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 <laughs> but you're just like oh, it's done so you've managed to vacate sort of the, the main sort of source of the HR records so, so you turn back is there anything you want to do anything else are you going to make your way towards Beth and uh, Furnos or are you uh, yeah I think like with, that, with my bond with Beth mm-hmm. it sort of spurs me into action and I want to run over and help when you move between sort of zones I'd say you, you're fairly you're about 30 feet away so it's a free sort of thing so you sort of rush up using your sort of quickness and sort of yeah, you're ready mm-hmm. I think actually with that sort of plus I'd say you get the jump on Furnos because she's currently distracted okay. so, yeah. when I say this it's like a boost mm-hmm. so you can use this like invoke it once mm-hmm. for free and then it goes away okay so we'll go back to you you hear maybe some electric blowing maybe a fish crying I don't know I am very relieved to see that that Kindred is still okay mm-hmm. and relieved to see that she's coming to help me mm-hmm. I think my first port of call again is that uh, due to her performance anxiety mm-hmm. Beth it doesn't really want to rely on her power to help in the situation very much mm-hmm. so she would probably look around for something else to hit Vonos mm-hmm. with in the meantime yeah. headbutt was a good start yeah, yeah I just reach for and like it I don't know where Wherever we are, if there's a something vaguely heavy, uh, it's a kitchen, so there might be um, the canteen, so there might yeah, be bowls, there yeah, might be... like some a plate or something a plate. that's drying oh, at the okay. side. I just want to, I try to smash. Excellent. On. Yeah. So you do that forcefully again. So again, she's going to roll to. So we get four. Yeah, four. Uh, she does not get anything. So she takes a total of four damage. So she'll take two, and then she'll have a moderate consequence as a result to absorb that. What would you say that would be with the plate smashing? She's disoriented it anyway. I'm hoping that at this point she might even be, like, knocked to the ground or something. Okay. Like, actually... Prone. Yeah. yeah, not prone. Yeah, she she's having a hard time, sort of again with the disorientation. She's just like, ah, yeah, yeah. she's not. Yeah, she's sort I don't of want to let her get up. Uh, like Beth has not really thought this through. Excellent. Beth has now committed to the fact that she is assaulting somebody on company property. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're doing the thing. Committed to it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, what are you what are you doing? I think uh, Furnace in this time is just like can't sort of react properly. You sort of rush up. You got the jump on Furnace basically. I'm a bit torn about what to do. Like I'm like I'm running into a 
kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, I, I'm, I'm thinking I have a couple of options. I can either like try and help Beth get a massive sonic sneeze on, mm-hmm. and so like I don't know, cast around for some pepper and just like, run up and, like <laughs> just like throw it yeah. <laughs> and like hope for the best, mm-hmm. or like I can gesture to Beth and be like. I don't know, like, should I, like, try and mm-hmm. strain her? So I'm just like, mm-hmm. sneeze or grab, sneeze or grab. Sneeze or grab. <laughs> Again, you only overwhelmed with images of, like, um, of Beth hitting Phonos, Phonos trying to get up. I think you foresee, like, one uh, butterfly effect with Phonos grabbing Beth and then pulling her down and then, like, punching mm-hmm. her over and over again. It's always horrific images that you're getting really yeah. overwhelmed and, like, by. And, like, I don't think that the drag would be forceful enough to actually contain Phonos with any sort of, like, unless she had some materials around. Mm-hmm. So... Unless there's a panic button or something, mm. which would just be like... Or a fire person. alarm. Is there, like, a fire mm. alarm that she can put in? Yeah, and I think, then... again, because of your perception, like, you're always looking for options, you do see that there is a, like, a, a smoke alarm, and you know that will uh, set off all the things that people have to evacuate because, uh, you know... And it's a fancy government building, and they always have those things so they know exactly what part of which floor yeah. has gone off, so it might even... People might come help her. So do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, so, like... I guess I grab like it seems like HR is a bit of an airy fairy area. Maybe there's like incense on someone's desk that like they've bought for their like evening soiree relax. So like um but and they've got their like lighter there with them and I just like grab both and like as I'm running up, like mm-hmm. I sort of like Phonus is prone, right? So mm-hmm. I can sort of use her as like a bit of a leg up and like <laughs> so that I can like incense the fire alarm properly and hopefully like bring some um, I would say because that's quite a, it's quite a lot yeah, it's quite a lot I'd say do a flashy roll because you're trying to do like you do get the jump on them okay. technically and, and literally so that'll be a plus two to your roll okay, okay. So, already so I'm a zero on flashy so I need to but you remember you hate superheroes uh, supervillains so that'll be so a plus two, two and, then... and then you get a plus two for the, getting the jump on them it's a very flashy thing you're not used to this sort of thing it'll be a six okay so I need to get yeah oh minus minus no remember you can pay me yeah uh, okay we'll might as well fuck it I'll do it go on <laughs> roll uh, you oh yes plus uh, two yeah. you're right my bad so yeah so you get it and it, it looks sort of like <laughs> and you just sort of <laughs> and Phonus is like no and you just sort of like and there's just a wailing like alarm alarm fire HR quick you know <laughs> if anything with the, with HR you know, and with the London Superhero Bureau you know that they have a lot of budget for stuff and they've spent <laughs> it previously on like robots to clean up stuff so you see the robots sort of come out and like try and clean up and like where is the fire? And you see sort of Phonos is like, oh, fuck. I will return and sort of slowly, but slowly sort of hits and sort of... Ah, oh, Gets away. You sort of all file out and the rope's like, please leave the area, must evacuate, there is a fire. You know, and it's like, yeah. if anything, one comes over, you've got like the little candle smelly salt thing and you see it... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're just covered in like the powder from the fire extinguisher and I guess you're filed out to the outside and you see all the sort of superheroes the prime superheroes they look incredibly bored they're glad to be outside because they've been mm-hmm. had like six or seven hours in oh. this horrible training thing and Jacques comes up and says what happened what happened What? I, I leave you for half a day to, to do stuff and I see records of you guys going out taking Metallica Metallica's not well <laughs> <laughs> see if I have to go to actual hospital 
they said, I, I need a full debrief and, uh, and fill out more forms. And you sort of both sit there and just like, Jesus Christ. Is there anything you guys would like to do before ending the scene? Uh, no, Dred's just like tried to throw the incense as far away from her as possible, <laughs> like dust off the fire extinguisher dust. And, and like she's just thinking of anything that she could possibly say to get a good outcome in this. And she's just like, no, 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 that's not going to work. That's not going to work. So she's just sort of like shaking her head and just looking at the ground like, excellent answer this. Excellent. And what about yeah. Beth? Beth knows that she is a state. She looks at her work phone, sees how many emails have yeah. happened in the day, knows that it has not been a good day <laughs> if anything you could probably get like uh, news reports about like heroes save bank manager blah, 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 oh. and you see like you see like but also uh, debris and you like there's yeah. like a, a viral of you sneezing and the brain yeah, going down I think she's smoke. just like maybe that's not such a good idea and you're just like uh, unread for Monday you know <laughs> yeah yeah like not really processed it well that's the end of the scene so congratulations <laughs> good job guys good job The sun sets on another day, and life at the London Superhero Bureau returns to normal. The villain Phonos has disappeared without a trace, and no doubt will return to seek their revenge one day. For now, though, the city seems safe, thanks to the work of two unlikely individuals. It just goes to show that not all heroes wear capes. Roll credits. The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were Evelyn Goodall and Lucy Edland. This episode's RPG one-shot was Fate Accelerated, or FAE, by Evil Hat Productions. You can find out more about FAE on the Evil Hat Productions website. That's www.evilhat.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. Remember, adventurers need not apply.